People don't remember Uncharted 2 because it looked great for the time. People remember Uncharted 2 because it did a bunch of cool shit with its characters and its platforming and its action sequences. The game. excited about or releases over the next year in tech like what's something that you're like i can't wait for this to come out oh in tech in tech not video games not music just like stuff that's on the near horizon that's a good question i don't i don't know um yeah i guess do monitors count? Do monitors count? Monitors can count, but you have to give me something better than I'm going to buy a monitor. That's an, like an OLED monitor. I need something with more pizzazz. One of the uh, the monitors that we saw at CES, the the like QOLED uh, 4K and 120 hertz refresh mm-hmm. rate, um, I think it was Gigabytes, if I'm not mistaken. The one that we saw that was like, this one looks like it could replace my monitor so the problem i have right now here's here's what i'm excited uh, okay. about okay here's here's the here's problem what i have right about. now it's always no, no. freaking it's always about monitors with this guy it's not spicy it's not spicy look i have a pretty good uh gaming monitor uh but it's like an old like it's one of the first iterations of like 4k 120 hertz uh refresh um right but because it's like a full array backlit because it's got the dimming zones it runs hot as shit like it's Mm, it it mm. heats up my room quickly it's kind of annoying um and it's like okay it's this isn't that big of a deal for me to like return it or like you know figure out something else i'm like i just live with it um but that's like a little like a little you know not not like life-changing thing but i'm like excited to like the only reason why I haven't given it up is because it's 4K HDR 120 hertz refresh. Right. Like it was top of the line when I picked it up in like 2019. It's the Acer Predator uh, on YouTube. You can see it. it's right behind me. Uh, it just runs hot as shit. It just runs so hot. The fans kick up like super high. Even when I'm not watching HDR content, if I'm just gaming after like 30 minutes, the fan spins up like crazy and it gets really <clears throat> hot. It probably has something to do with the fan itself and like. The yeah. thermal I mean, this but, is yeah, but this is all also just classic you being an early adopter, having to deal with stuff like this, because yeah. yes, I feel 100%. like as someone you always go latest and greatest. And a lot of the times it's fine. But then sometimes you get these sometimes situations. I pay for it, man. Sometimes I pay yeah. for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. OK, so, so basically that's, that's a long way to say you're excited about monitors that already are for sale. So it's not really anything new. <laughs> But they're not Got for them. sale. They're not for sale. Those are all new. Like, what? you can't get them. Oh, that's true. Okay. Well, then. For a specifically I'm... 4K OLED that's going to solve both of those things. Give me the HDMI 2.1 with the high refresh rate, the variable refresh rate, the 4K, the HDR, and no longer run hot as hell because OLED runs a little bit cooler. Those don't exist until okay. now, basically, okay. until this year. Okay. Fine. Fair. Okay. I answered your uh, question, Spencer. <laughs> you did. You did. Uh, so my answer um, is is actually what I'm most excited about is if like there is a true consumer level, completely transparent screen situation for something oh. like in the next like 12 months, like maybe it's maybe it's not like it's not a cell phone or it's not a it's not like a TV because those are all going to be too expensive. But like. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's like a tablet that comes out that that uses it. I know that there were some more announcements of, I think Lenovo is doing like a uh, clear, clear screen, transparent screen laptop. Like it's it's gonna happen. So I know it, interesting stuff. Uh, and I kind of just I I'm hoping that we get a little bit of the future and actually get to look like it because I feel like. There hasn't been a major shift in how tech looks since right. like TVs went to uh, the wide, like 16 by nine. 
as that's opposed to like what is it four three or whatever yeah, yeah. that's a good point like you're trying to you're trying to go like, full uh tony stark and iron man 2 with his clear phone danny i'm always trying to go tony stark and iron man 2 because <laughs> i think iron man 2 is good whoa and 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 this is gonna wow. be even crazier I really like Iron Man 3. What? I think Iron Man 3 is amazing. I had did, such a good time watching it. Did your opinion I change recently in the last watched it. couple like, of years? Okay. No, no, no. No, no. I watched it like, uh, like a, uh, I watched it a couple years ago, really for the first time, like, because I think I missed this one in theaters somehow. Uh. So I had like seen it, uh, like maybe once, but I never saw it in like the best situation. So I, once I watched it again, I think it was when. I had my projector set up. I just one day watched it. And then I like literally walked out of my, my room, went down to find Christina and went, uh, I think we were wrong about Iron Man three. <laughs> like just everybody. Cause I was like, that was sick. dude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, that might have the best wow. turn into Iron Man of all of the Iron Men. Wow. In the sense of like, it might have one of my favorite suit get honors. That's a, that's a, I feel like this is a pretty big change of heart. Oh, for you. Yeah, because I thought it was I thought it was bad because the Internet, you know, you got to be careful. I still think Iron Man 3 is bad. I, I never minded Iron Man 2. I still think Iron Man 3 is bad, but I think I've, you gotta I've give watched it, it within the last like two years. So, OK, so maybe you've given it the shots <laughs> that it deserves. <laughs> for you. I've given it like a solid three shots. Yeah, like three that's, proper. That's a. Uh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So Iron that's Man okay. 3, you that's gave okay. it a few shots. Okay, okay. that makes All sense. Right. That's fair. Uh, this is the DMGT podcast. <laughs> this is the DMGT podcast. <laughs> uh, that's Danny. Yeah. I'm, I'm Spencer. Nice. Uh, we're, we're rolling right into good content for you today. Oh, yeah. Uh, we wanted to start with stuff we were looking forward to because I, you know, maybe have some concerns. Maybe we're getting too real on some of these topics. Too intense, too cool. Go back to go back to just ignoring the real stuff and just think about fun stuff only. I'm with exactly. It. So I'm like, yeah. It. So just everybody, when we're saying all this not fun stuff, you just think about fun stuff and don't really <laughs> listen. Like, don't listen to us. Um, just like kind of tune out. Uh, just keep it going, but like tune out. You know. So uh, well, with, we're going to be that, talking. What's yeah, our yeah, first yeah, topic? Go ahead, Daddy. No, you go ahead. You go. <laughs> with that, we're kicking things off. This week with job yeah. cuts at PlayStation, 900 people got laid off. So we're going to talk about this uh, from a slightly different angle, not just from like this sucks, because obviously it does. We've beat this horse totally to death in the last year uh, and change. That sucks. But we got to talk about it. Uh, TikTok and Universal, that beef is going strong. It's, uh, you know, I thought that Universal would feel some pressure after like a month without TikTok, but they're going strong and they are continuing to beef, man. They're, and they're making this very public, which is entertaining. When corporations are like actually arguing in some public yeah. decorum, yeah. it's it's funny. Uh, it's fun. It's interesting. It's yes. interesting stuff. Yes. Not good, uh, but, and then, but fun. Not, well, yeah, not good. But, <laughs> and then we're bringing it home with one of mine and Danny's favorite topics, fast food. Um, yeah. But we're going to be talking about how AIs are co they're coming for your burgers. They're coming for our god dang they're burgers. They're coming for our dang burgers. <sighs> AIs coming um, for the burgers. And then. Uh, just brutal stuff. Brutal stuff. Elden Ring DLC was announced after we recorded Elden Ring DLC. So we'll talk a little bit. Of, we'll save the video game talk, the hard video game talk, to the back half of this episode. It'll be a little bit more yeah, like, to, to like tech and, you know digital world landscape for heavy this that's gonna this be episode. that's what you earn for the rest yes yes you earn the fun video game talk because i also have a little i have a little bit of a pitch uh for spencer to get into final fantasy 7 uh just so pat doesn't get <laughs> mad at us he's like screw you guys i'm like pat i'm gonna get it i'm gonna get it i just didn't glaze all over the first remake anyways we'll save that for yeah. later uh job cuts at sony playstation yeah. naughty dog Guerrilla Games, Insomniac, all the mate the ones that the studios that make the good games also impacted. A studio has yeah. shut down nine hundred jobs. Spencer, uh, yeah, that's crazy. What are your What are your thoughts? 
Well, I would say that's a lot of people, uh, and that really sucks. And I'm sorry. It just keeps going. Yeah, it's like it's just there's nothing. I don't. We've we've talked about it so many different times. <sighs> this is crazy. The crazy thing, though, I'm looking at this is from Engadget. Uh, I'm looking at Engadget tracking about seven thousand uh, total job losses in the game industry so far this year. And that's on top of more than 9,000 last. We're not um, even through the month of February yet. Two months, we're not, not even, even two months month into the year. We're already going to catch up to last year's totals. So it's like, there's nothing, we don't have anything of much substance to say that a million other people haven't already said, but we were thinking about, you know, like, like, if you just think if you're playing within the let's call it the rules, right? Sure. Of these these huge mega super ginormous corporations that own corporations and companies that are bigger than most companies people like work at. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like most people's jobs are probably like less employees than most of the companies that are the sub companies of Sony, which are all these studios they've gobbled up all these things, right? Like a right, lot right, of them right. have hundreds of people. Like there's just so many people right but since this all this seems to just be what is happening now even when successes are happening because spider-man 2 pushed what 10 million yeah, units units and since their last update at least so. lost folks yeah. yeah like like it's like so basically like one of your hit maker your hit machine that's like every time they release something it's like the biggest uh selling game of that year or on the playstation side at least usually yeah and and they're it's under like third playstation 5 title insomniac in particular yeah. is under like they third are, ps5 title. they've been grinding it out like but i think it's almost like what's happening everywhere that's huge and mega and like conglomerate stuff like you know disney and uh like the major studios like hbo max discovery all of that yeah, stuff yeah. like what you see is people getting taken down and i think like part of it is because like always we get let's call it we fall in love with the idea that like this money this this investment money it'll keep coming forever and then it gets harder to get that money and then that's you know the situation where like the thing the foresight that it that it should have should have been there is just never seemingly there um it's all you have to do. Like, it's like, well, what if we didn't only make everyone make like humongous swing and miss games? <laughs> you know, like right, how many right. huge budget games in the last like 12 months, 18 months have come out and you're just like, why did you do this? Like, you know, and, and like, it's, I'm not saying yeah. it's the people's fault that made those games, like, but because. They're being asked, make a brand new hit. I need a new IP or I need this IP to become more valuable again. It's all it's like very inorganic for a lot of it. Right. And you know, you know what? What's frustrating about that? It's not like it's not like they're cranking out new IP, like at least in those three, because we're talking about PlayStation in particular here. It's not like. Gorilla here is the studio with the newest IP in Horizon. Uh, successful right. franchise in its own right, but it's a relatively newer IP. Um, but Insomniac's not cranking out like new IP. Naughty Dog That's is true. not cranking out new IP. It's not like they're even taking these massive uh, like risks, at least at, at the three major ones. Obviously, some of the other studios, and I'm sure a bunch of the other places they were impacted. I think at a bigger scale, like, yeah, if we're just talking about how PlayStation operates and how the gaming industry in general operates, right. it's, yeah, it's it's a lot of that. I mean, again, we talked about it again, uh, last week, Skull and Bones, uh, Ubisoft. That's not really been successful so far. They're like, this is our first, uh, first quadruple game. Why, why are you uh, yeah. saying these things? Like, the, why are we and then it's it. like, and then it's like, why are we spending five, ten years developing these games? It the idea that in that uh, Spider Man Two cost something like two hundred and fifty million dollars to make from the. Right. Uh, this is uh, I unfortunately this is, this does come from the Insomniac leaks uh, earlier this year. Um, I didn't look into anything else, but like those were what like is. There was some correlation done there, especially from like the reporting on the layoff side. Like these games are just, they should, they're costing too much money to make at this point. And it's not from right. a uh, don't pay 
your labor costs anymore. It's more from like a, hey, maybe it's time to trim down some of these ambitions because then you turn around and you see the success of something like a power world. And like, we just yeah. talked about Helldivers divers too last week. There is success to be had uh, in, in a more condensed format. I don't want to call it smaller because well, it's small is not the right word. It's just in a more uh, yeah, condensed no, and it, a more targeted a gaming experience. And I think like, it, it's like, a I think something People can really understand, and we were also talking about Marvel, or I was forcing us to talk about Marvel a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with Iron Man, like I think, like the curve of the Marvel franchise is like a a thing you can kind of draw parallels to, like this most recent twenty five years boon of gaming, like with so many, so much, so it's just getting so so much bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and like yeah. a two hundred million dollar budgeted game went from something that is like, that's the most expensive game ever made to like, yeah, most games cost that much. Yeah, most like that AAA, are AAA games AAA big that. ass yeah, games, right? Too much. And it's like the same thing with where you see Marvel, where it started with something that was still big. Like, you know, the first phase of Marvel uh, eventually got to, this is like the biggest, truly the biggest budget with the Avengers. But up right. until that, like they were actually like, for a blockbuster of those that era, like they started moderate, modestly priced, like like they were more in the double A space for a blockbuster. Like I think, yeah. the first Iron Man is somewhere like 120 million, right? Like yeah. not nothing crazy. Same thing with like if you look at what Sony's doing, literally with Venom, like they are only giving them like 100 million to 150 million, doing good marketing, as opposed to going, hey, Venom, you were kind of successful take 600 million dollars to make this or whatever insane amount of money like it's weird because the same place is showing restraint and not restraint in different ways right it's all sony ultimately it's, it's um, i know yeah. it's not all sony but blah 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 but it's like it's interesting because yeah the problem with marvel is as these bets became bigger and bigger and they tried to kind of make you want it which i think a lot of the um AAA games that haven't done so good the last like couple years a lot of them were like we want you to love this because it's something that's new now and like this would be great if this caught on like a horizon like a last of us like right, right. all of those 200 million dollar swings on unproven things on top of giving the proven things more and more money to make their things bigger and better because they're sequels and marvel is literally right there where now what should be happening for marvel is give a director 105 million dollars and don't give a shit what they give you. Let them have fun. Let them create a story with some of the characters you own. And then just get out of their way because if you make $500 million on that, it's better than making a billion on, uh, you know, something that's like something $300 million like dollar budget, yeah, right? Like, yeah, yeah. with all the marketing upwards of six to 700 at that point. You know, like, it's, it's weird because it's like, I think creative things show that that usually works and, like, creates a bunch of cool shit yeah um, like i think you know the mid-budget movie for a moment was kind of back with streaming but now it seems streaming's going the same way video games are going where it's just like no no no. like let's give this spinoff to john right. wick spinoff let's do like six episodes i don't know let's give you uh, 200 million bucks <laughs> give me it's 95 minutes of tv <laughs> like what <laughs> it's too much well it's like it's happening like it's happening with tv like with eight episode seasons that then take three years to get the second season like filmed and produced and now it's, it's just too much like to everyone's trying to and do doing too right now is like we it's working out for them and some and like there are instances where this works but like the uh, the lessons that like the movie industry uh, and it, there's correlations here with video games that I'm going to get to uh, learn from like the Avengers was, oh, mm -hmm. just put a shit ton of a list celebrities in your movie and that's it. And it's like that's that's not why Avengers and the MCU really worked. Uh, it, it just kind of happened to to build that way yeah. but it started from like the individual small story and like their self-contained films and stories that then happened to you know cascade into this big event but that's that should have been like the rarity this thing took like 
15 years to get to. Not because it took us that long to make that many movies, because it took us that long to like build up the ethos and the world to it. And then right. boom, that's it. We're going to go back to square one, which then people didn't like. And like people are mad online. And that's like, not and as like, big. yeah, but that's a, that's a whole different side of the conversation, but it's similar with, with video games now where basically just naughty dog and a rock star and maybe one other studio that I'm like blanking on right now from software. And if even from software is not doing this approach, uh, like Naughty Dog and Red Dead and uh, Rockstar Games are like the exception to the rule here where like, yeah, let them take a long ass time because they're going to hit you with a title that only those studios could produce because they're putting so much attention to all the little details, the little things that don't really when you come down to it, like don't really matter as far as like a like video gaming experience or a storytelling experience. But as a whole, it's like, damn, that was cool that they did that. But not everyone can do this. Yeah. I, actually, you know what? I'm not, I'm gonna even pull remove Naughty Dog from from that. Just Rockstar. And the reason they can do yeah. that is because they maintain Grand Theft Auto Five, Grand Theft Auto Online, and they monetize that uh, live service that people just happen to like because it's like a good loop. That that enough people right, enjoy yeah. that that keeps them going for a while, and it's a at least it's more of a sustainable model for them in particular. Not everyone can do this. Then like the Call of Duties, where like you're cranking one out every single year, and it's just not really hitting, and you're basically just living off of the franchise name at this point. Um, yeah, where or like a Madden or a Two K, where it's like, listen. If you play Madden 2K, like go play them because I play sports games, but they are not good video games year over year. Like the the improvements that you get there are minuscule. They should just be like every five, ten years, you get like a real yeah, like, okay, yeah. you got this new copy. They should just be live service. Anyways, whole different conversation. But it's the same thing. Like, hey, we saw we saw these like triple A titles that are almost almost movie-like, or they have crazy photorealistic immersion and graphics. Let's spend all our resources to make that thing and capture that rather than like why it actually worked. And it's because it was more about the art first. And then it turned into like, oh, just monetize the shit out of this. Yeah, I think, you know, like, like it's not. I think it's it's always about like trying to hit different layers of budget when it comes to like these types of creative things like studios that do really well in games for the long haul are either the Goliaths that just like can't or have not yet done a misstep big enough to crumble, but like they are always one misstep away. Like that is, I mean, the that, you know what I mean? Like that is the thing about a naughty dog. About Imagine if naughty dog released this, this multiplayer game and it didn't, it didn't work out the way they exactly like they basically said that probably takes out naughty dog. It's crazy to think that we're maybe like the, a year removed from that if things go in a different direction in the last couple of months right right so it's like it's like those places that are doing it it's it, it, it's very similar again to like the marvel where it's like oh they just can't lose um but the thing about anything that is creative is eventually you, it will you will mm-hmm. um it's just too hard to make stuff like it, whatever the stuff is it's so growth hard is to not infinite growth is not infinite it's not so i think like what I would love to see. And also I think what gamers are like more ready for is like, Hey, we're like, everyone seems okay with like getting a couple bangers, like maybe one or two per year for your console that are like, these are the huge AAA that used to be pretty much the standard. Like you would get your big console exclusive and then you'd probably get one third party, big, big game that was on both. Yeah. And like the exclusive was the one that was like what why you were one or the other. And but other than that, it was like everything was really mid-budget games and like the in a lot of our like gaming timeline. Yeah, I um, think I think this is this is effectively forcing that not so much ideally it's in the under better circumstances, right? Like it's just like, oh, you know what? You know what? We're listening to the gamers. We want smaller games uh, at, at a quicker rate, and we can do that sustainably without having to lay all these people off. Uh, unfortunately, that's not the case. 
But I do think that's where we're headed back to. Just sheerly out of cost efficiency. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And I think like which that sucks for the employees and then it sucks for the people that work in, in video gaming. But I do oh, yeah. think uh, there's if, if it's a hand, if it's a, if Microsoft and PlayStation uh, approaches correctly and like take to your big, your your big, big uh, publishers approaches correctly. All right. How do you get to a place where you, where you don't have to deal with all these layoffs? Do these types of layoffs again. Don't overhire. Make slightly smaller games. Make yeah, make your mid-budget double-A games that people are the clearly starting to play again or maybe they always wanted to just weren't as accessible or weren't yeah, well, it's all, as in the forefront. And well, there you go. Because, now you could keep making Yeah. And and it's also it's like I think the arms race of graphics is a more narrow market than I think people yeah. think. Yeah. Because a lot of the games with the highest fidelity are also just good games. And I, it's like the thing that it seems studios, you know, and I'm calling Sony like a studio in, in the sense of they have they a are. bunch of studios, yeah. but um, it always seems that the, the wrong lessons learned. It's like, Oh no, no, no. It, the graphics weren't the only thing that anybody was caring about. Uh, it's cool. Like, that's really neat to look at. But it's because this is good to play. And it was made with care. Um, it's not like, I mean, a lot of the flops that happened this last year look really good. Yeah. Skull and Bones looks solid. Like, visually, it looks solid. I mean, there are other games that have done it better. Uh, but it looks it looks really good uh what's the other one immortals of of, of Ve- what, uh, Venom, a- whatever avium, avium avium looks visually stunning looks cool looks cool but people don't remember uncharted 2 because it looked great for the time people remember yeah. uncharted 2 because it did a bunch of cool shit with its characters and its platforming yeah. and its action sequences the game yeah and like it's it's just it's tough because you never, we never, you know, we never really know. It's like, why did a game like Immortals of Avium or the other one with the time travel protagonist type of thing, um, that, that other one, it like, it was gone so fast, but it was like, it looked like it could be good. And then you're like, wait a second. Um, and that's like, you know, the answer. Yeah. And it's like, did, I don't think those were the games that were passionately envisioned by anybody i think no. those were the games that they were told to make and i think that's also the really interesting thing because you have the the naughty dogs who like seem to make the game that they get to make the games that they want within a very narrow span of it's last of us <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> like right now it's last of us is the game you make but you can do whatever you want with that like yeah for right. your, you know last of us two or whatever right. like uh but then it's like with all, a lot of these other games where you hear engineers and all the people that get laid off going like, yeah, no, no, like it wasn't a live service game until like 45 minutes before we launched it. You know what I mean? Like where they're like, yeah, well, no, we didn't like none of this was what we were making. It's just what they let us make. Yeah, it's just what you we know? had um, to crank out. It sucks. Uh, it sucks. It's like, that's why, you know, give me. Uh, a five-year to ten-year wait for a Hollow Knight, if that means that that Hollow Knight is made exactly how that person, those people. Yes, if that's a tra- you yeah, know what I mean. It, that that is the exception to me wait not wanting to wait ten years for a game is like now yeah. you're cooking, you're cooking, and I trust you to. If cook this is how you do it sustainably, it's, sustainably, yeah, sustainably, and is is and it's driven by the uh, desire to create art. Take yeah. your time. Take your Take time. Your time. Uh, so. Hopefully that's if you that's, can keep people that work for you between your games. Guess what? That next game you make gonna be easier. Just say no. Yeah, people yeah. that know the stuff. People that know the stuff are usually good at doing the stuff. The stuff. If it but makes it's like, it I, or I wonder if, if they're going. I wonder if like. I, don't know. I wonder if they're going the other way. If we're gonna get off this topic, but if they're like, well, no, 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 guys, 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 hear me out. Hear me out. This is like the boardroom. Okay, what if? All of us, Microsoft, it takes takes two, Tony, we all get on the same page. We lay off every single person that's ever worked on a video game so that they're just, they don't, they're desensitized to it. So everybody's laid off at least once. That means the next time 
we do this again, everyone does a job at another company, then we lay everybody off again. And another company, they have, and now we have people that do five jobs for one job. What Ugh. do you think? You said we were going to keep this fun, Spencer. <laughs> and I hate that is you're that probably right. I hate that you're probably right. Well, it's like it, it. It is a bummer because it's like eventually we all just need money, so we're going to take the jobs. Um, but it sucks, and like people's lives, yeah, uh, yeah, and they get, get ex- screwed up. And we get and things people's get desire to create and, art in a video game like it gets exploited. It gets exploited. Uh, it's speaking of <laughs> speaking of stuff, um, speaking of TikTok to, and to Universal, stalwart stalwart protectors of the artist TikTok and Universal Media Group. I look. Uh, I, <laughs> Look, I, I told say, you it was a bad. I told you not know, to listen to anybody. No, I know, I know. Uh, it is, it is just funny. I just wanted to point it out real quick that Universal's like, hey, TikTok's not really looking out for the best interests of the artists and the work that they put in for their art and compensating yeah. the artists for their art properly. Oh, but don't worry, we're gonna well, Spotify totally chill for you to pay us uh, a tenth of a penny per stream. That's that's fine. Most of that's coming our way anyways, not to the artist. That's yeah. chill. But TikTok, but t- no, no, TikTok, TikTok, bad, TikTok, the enemy, uh, which I will is doing most of the heavy lifting from the uh, public perception for TikTok. Because TikTok, all they got to do, like, hey, you see, everyone else is chill with it, uh, just you guys. And it's not because you care about the artist's compensation. You just want more money for yourselves, you so, assholes. Uh, so, I uh, like it's it's interesting to see companies publicly beefing so hard. Um, <laughs> it's so it's weird, and I like, yeah, it's it's not. I'm not. In, uh, it's not very cool. It's definitely not cool. It's not good. Um, it's it's not good. It's right. And. And I think it's just like it's it's like okay, so Universal is like, you know, we love paying our artists money. It's our favorite thing to do, and we were just simply trying, like from the bottom of our hearts, to make sure that we could give some more money, mostly to Taylor Swift, obviously. But you know, trickle down, so be fine. Uh, but then it's like, and then TikTok is like, well. Everyone else is fine with it, so you should be too. And I'm like, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait a second. That doesn't sound good either. <laughs> like, like where it's like, wait, wait, wait. So wait. So everyone else is fine with it. You say, okay, well then, could you show me what everyone else's yeah deals are? And also, how fine are they of it, or do you just have the power here? <laughs> and it's about everyone's greed. At the end of the day, <laughs> yes, it one hundred. Here's um, the thing: you can't that, don't virtue signal. Just if you're a corporation, that's the only. Just like, just be a corporation. No, don't pretend. That, that's that that's what I'm saying. Else. Like, just, just, that's just all. continue to take the lickings because, like, again, Universal is basically doing all the heavy lifting for you from the perception side. That's why perception is not is different from reality, uh, because TikTok's also doing it on a greed. Like, people are like, "No, I'm on TikTok side." Well, you shouldn't be on any of these sides. Like, just be, you should be on yeah. the artist side. You should be at whatever the is people, better for the yeah. artist. And guess what? Whatever TikTok's deal is with the other big labels. Probably not super great for the artists. It's just kind of a result of what we have to do. Look, this is, I think this is effectively the fight against and why Universal's uh, hankering down so hard because this feels like this is the third wave of uh, digital, just digital media transforming music. It happened with the MP3, it happened with streaming, and now it's happening with social media because. As recent as like three years ago, in 2020, TikTok had like exclusive rights with some little bit of access to to music, specifically on our platform. As of three, four years ago, if you try to re-upload your TikTok to YouTube Shorts or to YouTube or to any other platform, that shit would get taken down instantly. Mm -hmm. Thanks to our our good friend DMCA. Uh, Because, hey, you're using my song and those are my rights. Uh, I'm taking it down. Because you can only go to my page to listen to this 
properly mm-hmm. or, you know, wherever it is, it's, we made it so it's monetized and the money comes to us, uh, regardless of how you're using the medium. TikTok has has changed all of that. For better or worse, just like the MP3, just like streaming, for better or worse, they have changed it, where now YouTube has, you, hey, you know what? We're going to let you use some songs now. YouTube Shorts will let you use some songs now. Uh, all right, fine. We're going to like start loosening it up a little bit what fair use means, even on your long-form YouTube videos. They aren't going to get instantly demonetized. You just have to share a portion of your revenue with that section of the video. This is all a direct result of TikTok. And what this, right. is, what this is, is the record label seeing this change and saying, oh, the revenue isn't exclusively funneled via us anymore, and we don't like it. This is what Universal is doing. I'm not saying this is a good or a bad thing or anything like that in particular, because with streaming and with the access to inf- an infinite library of music, it was harder. It, as much as it was easier for a smaller artist mm-hmm. and independent artist to get in front of people, now there's like an infinite wave. It leveled the playing field of who can enter the space. Social media sort of made it so like, all right, cool, I'm going to do something creative with my song. It kind of sucks that I have to be like a creative social media person on top of being an artist. But it created that extra avenue where it's like I set myself apart and now people are discovering my music and they are. Here's the 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 thing about this is that TikTok can point to the numbers and the numbers do prove it because anytime a song goes viral, you see those streams go up on YouTube, on, on Spotify, on Apple Music, everywhere. People are do do then return around, buy tickets to shows, stream <laughs> I mean, the song. Literally yeah. to the point of people literally making music to hit on TikTok so that they can make better money because it hit on TikTok. Like yes. it's very interesting. Um, from, purely from like that. a yeah. logistics stand, like I'm only talking about it from the logistics perspective and not whether or not this is good for art and the medium. Okay. Just, just so we're clear. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it's just tough because I'm like, we're just going to all go back to having to steal everything again, aren't we? Is that just yeah. like, that's just really like what it hits me when all this kind of stuff comes out. I'm Pir- like, piracy is oh, on the rise for a reason. Man. Piracy is I on know, the rise for a I reason. I know, it's getting, getting brutal out here, man. I'm like, man, I, you know how many movies I buy on Amazon Prime just because I'm like, it's the easiest place for me to find this movie right now. And now I, oh, it's like $5 more to buy it than rent it. All right. How many copies of Heat do I have to have, Danny? I don't know. I have it on like three different three streaming services and a Blu-ray. That, that was the whole promise of streaming, not just music in yeah. general. Just stre- the whole promise of streaming was like, if, if, it's, if you make it easy to access, people will just buy it. That's why piracy went down, because it was easy to access the things that I wanted to watch and listen to. You, may, you make that hard again, and I'm not, I'm not condoning it. But I'm just speaking saying, for itself. The flags have to it's, go. Yeah. It's speaking for itself. And Gotta I'm just a stupid idiot guy here on, you know, on our podcast here. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, hey, y'all do you. <laughs> um, we'll do us. And I think, you know, we'll all be fine. But uh, enough on the, the, the TikTok and Universal. Um, they've always been. Universal really has been. Universal based on what they said to me just now. Um, but. I think the thing that I actually care about, because all the rest of this stuff, eh, take it or leave it. <laughs> Corp- corpo politics of the biggest companies in the world <laughs> or the biggest social yeah. media platforms in the world. <laughs> I too big, I'd say just generally yeah, Be smaller. Yeah. Um, but something that I actually do have a lot of passion for is fast food. And there's <laughs> never and rarely ever been any of the problems we previously discussed on this episode in the fast food sector. No, not at all. Lawless victories. Not in the slightest. Not in the slightest. Everyone's yeah. chill and happiest, and there's definitely nothing bad to talk about. But the first bad thing ever happened in the fast food game, um, and that is Wendy's. Unfortunately, one of the one of the ones that some would say are is good, uh, is leading the charge in potentially or trying out. But that just means like this is going to happen. Yeah, uh, is going to bring. Surge style pricing to stores, I believe, in Ohio. It's some, you know, in like their test cities where if like they, they did a really they, they worked really hard to try to make it seem that it wasn't specifically 
if more people want to eat our food, it'll be more expensive. Right. Um, they've really tried to not say that, but it is exactly that's that. that. It's that's like that. if there's a big long line in the that is what surge pricing is. That's literally what surge pricing is. Um, and I think that um, that that's that's a bad idea because that's just you better just put the, that whole store better be robots because people are going to lose their minds. This, this you, is what <laughs> it's, it's just like, cause you hate it with like Uber and Lyft and everything, but they do a really good job making it hard to know how much anything's ever supposed to cost. Cause like every time you're like, all right, I want to go like 10 blocks and you're like, this could be $25. This could be $6. This could be a hundred. We don't know right. how much it should be. So it's whatever they put. I know Wendy's has a dollar value menu. You know, like I know that a spicy crispy chicken sandwich with no meal attached to it, like $6.49. I know those prices. (laughs) You can't trick best food goers. So if you're going to throw me a $7 burger because the the person ahead of me ordered 55 burgers, 55 fries, whatever, (laughs) like, and then you're like, well, we're rolling in it. Let's just like up the demand. Like, I'm going to a different place. Yes, okay. And if you all go this route, fast food, I'll probably not need to be on cholesterol medicine. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. So maybe, oh, you know what? Corporations are looking out for our best interests after all. No. I see. uh, There's a... (laughs) <laughs> There's a few things with this, okay? Because uh, I to the surge out just price, now, Danny. That, I, know, I don't know, I know what I just said. To the surge price. That's prices. how passionate I got. My no, brain I agree. Shut down. Hey, man, don't mess with Spencer's fast food burgers, man. Uh, yeah. Stupid AI. Just bring the I believe in Terminator nothing, robots instead. But I believe in nothing, but I believe in 2 a.m. fast food. <laughs> Man, Taco Bell saved my time many a 2 a.m. Look, surge pricing works with something like Uber and Lyft because it's getting you from point A to point B faster than the alternative. The alternative being you walk or you take public transit, right? Or you jump on a bike, whatever. Anything that isn't, let me just get in a car and not think about it. Someone's going to drop me off from point A to point B. Right. The alternative for... Uh, you jacking up the price for me while I'm in the line at a fast food joint at a drive through. I drive one street over to the Burger King or the McDonald's because this is how the model for fast food works. (laughs) You don't you don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. You don't worry about it. You just it's just it's quick, easy in and out. And this is not going to work. Like, I, I know for a fact this isn't going to work. And I'm actually shocked that Wendy's is po- uh, powering through with this. There are other factors outside of just price happening here with McDonald's. But with McDonald's, they literally just said in their recent earnings call, uh, our, our uh, core demographic uh, stopped buying from us and we lost a shit ton of money last quarter. Uh, we got we to gotta do something about our prices. To get back into the uh, the core demographic, which is uh, people that make less than forty thousand dollars a year, forty thousand yeah. or less a year, those are the pe- that's your core demographic who's hitting you up because it is cheap to go to you and fast, and I don't have to think about it because I have I'm working two jobs. Okay, different. I don't want to go too much into that, but they, it's already there. The finances are already there, Wendy's. What are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> this is not going it, to work. It is. Your burger is not good. There is no world that I go, ah, shit. Well, there's no other burger that possibly exists to justify this $10 Dave's single. Get out of here. But, but Danny, let me me go back into the boardroom really quick and put on my (laughs) cap of Wendy's, my wig of Wendy's, and go, hey, guys, all right, okay. What if surge pricing? No, hear me out. McDonald's, Burger King, Taco Bell, hear me out. Popeyes never change. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> on, on, I will say correct, though, correct. Popeyes, Popeyes you, never Popeyes, change. Your idea is we'll two hundred percent price increase to be in and out in less than ten minutes. <laughs> I'll pay double. <laughs> like that's your idea, Popeyes. You work on that, but everyone else, okay. 
What if I do surge pricing just to give everybody a taste of what that feels like? I'm going to take a lot of heat for it. All right. I'll do it. McDonald's, you're just you just opened the fully autonomous McDonald's in Texas. So I know that pissed people off. I'll take the surge pricing hit. But then all of us have it. Think about that. We already do it kind of in our in the food apps. You know how it's like 25% yeah, it's more expensive, more expensive on, the, on the food app. Via Uber Eats. And, and you cancel it when you, you know, when you do it through your app, our apps, just cancel that order. So you have to go through Uber. <laughs> so we get that extra money. Um, yeah, we'll just do that. But I'll take the hit. Like that's, it's like, but anything it, like this, it's going to come around in some way, somehow. It's not, gonna but it's not, but out. it's not because these are, these are one of the few instances where I'm like, okay, look, capitalism, many flaws. This is one of the few instances where I'm like, uh, Wendy's McDonald's, y'all aren't, y'all aren't that special. People will stop eating at your establishments just straight up. Because we, and here's the thing, this isn't a crazy thing. Spencer, the earnings call from like a couple of weeks ago from McDonald's, McDonald's just came out and said that their numbers were down. Like, hey, we overextended our prices and we lost money because of it. We raised prices and we lost money. They aren't coming. But what if? This isn't water, you know? (laughs) This isn't Disney that owns all of it. But so, did, there's a corner store. But there's a I will people will start going to gas stations. Look, because being at the being that person that's like, oh, I got exactly a dollar twenty in my bank account, and that's just enough for that dollar McDouble that's gonna cost me a dollar nineteen. I'm gonna get me that McDouble. When that's no longer an option, that extra money doesn't come out of nowhere. I just go to the gas station, like, okay, these bags of chips will do this time instead. This is true. This is true. When you're, you're like it's it's very crazy. There, yeah, there it's is just no, crazy. And and who are you going to, but, after? But, you're you're gonna go after middle America who can already afford not a shit burger, who already has more well, time. I mean, look, let, no, hold on, hold on. With that, like, I know middle America doesn't really work, doesn't exist, yada yada. But they're not. I'm not. If you if you charge me double for a Dave's double right now, cool. I'm not ordering. I'm not going to Wendy's anymore. Just straight up. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not that I, good. It's not worth it. I will wait it twice as long at the junior hot, uh, red hot. Obviously, we're in Chicago. It's a little bit of a different situation here because we have the luxury. But of I choice. think I think that's the thing. Like, I don't think the the urban fast food one is like where this this is like it, it's there is more options here, but that is not everywhere. Like, uh, you know, like my my hometown there was like there was like four restaurants and then of the uh, like four restaurants but then like six fast food places so like there is places where it's like there isn't really a ton of choice if you need some food right now right and like yeah. you could go to a 7-Eleven sure and get like pizza but like if you want to feed a family like fast food that is the one thing that they have is known quantity convenience quickness right you're so removing no quantity betting, what well no what they're yeah. doing is they're betting or they're seeing if the bet will hit of as long as it's still fast simple and repeatable what if price isn't as much of as important as long as we keep those it's like it's basically they're just testing yeah. the waters to see like what's the limit we can push this not not at all not at all. I'm not even giving them the space for dispenser because, again, the numbers are already there from the biggest place, the fast food joints in the world. Oh, yeah. I mean, I deeply disagree with this, and I hate that they're doing it. Oh, but I'm like I hate trying to disagree. figure out. I'm just really, it's I'm not trying to, work. you know, I'm trying to walk a mile in their shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to make it like, how could this be like. We're trying to how, rationalize like, how someone with the functioning brain came to this conclusion. I get it. I get it. Because otherwise, it's just just baffling. It's It's baffling. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really tough. Because overall, Wendy's is already not doing super good right now. Just in general. They're all over the place. Lily sent me that article earlier today. And she was like, oh, see this? Search pricing at Wendy's is dumb. I was like, oh, cool. I guess 
the spicy chicken sandwich at Wendy's is no longer my favorite. Like in a heartbeat, I made oh, that yeah. decision. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like since they, they really have, they've always been a little bit more expensive with like their main stuff. Yeah. Not their, yeah. like their value menu is good, but uh, yeah, it's, it's just dumb. It's dumb. It's uh, dumb. I will say though, we Popeyes. are passionate about it. I know. I will say though, I will say Popeyes though, you keep that idea I gave you. If you give me a fast pass line, like if it's like a, if it's like a monthly fee card, but it's like a guarantee that I can just have that chicken that's right behind you, you know, cause every time you're in a Popeyes, it's the chicken is right there. Have you, have you been to the, to the Popeyes on Damon and, and, uh, diversity? Uh, Yes, but I also lived by Lawrence, uh, the Lawrence and Kimball one. Uh, so and we, I we, went say, through, we went through the drive-thru the other day at that one. In and out in less than five. Less than ten. Wow. Less than ten. wow. It's tough. I, but I, I was mean, I don't mind it once you get it. Yeah, it's flabbergasted. They, and it was cooked properly. I mean, it was great. Now, I will say it gave me a little bit of a tummy ache, so maybe something else wow. happened there, but... That's hey, that's the price you pay. That's the real surge pricing. <laughs> Spencer, let's let's give the people what they came for. Let's talk about the actual video games, baby. Okay. Um Danny, we only have a couple months and then we get to play Elden Ring again. Or are you talking about Final Fantasy Seven? No, Rebirth? no, let's start no, we I want I was gonna start with Elden Ring first, yeah. Um I'm very excited and I'm a little scared. To get back into it, <laughs> to be honest, because I've like been toying with a bunch of FromSoft games. Uh, the last yeah. like like I Sekiro was the cheapest I had seen it for a long time, so I grabbed it and like I'll start it and then like I I can't <laughs> I don't I I can't right now or like I'll do like Blue Point's remake of uh, uh, Dark Souls or Demon Souls and and then I'm like no 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 oh no don't don't. And then I'll flirt with like re like putting Elden Ring back on, and then I'm like, you can't. You're already playing too many video games. <laughs> so I'm a little like concerned that it's happening because it sounds like it's it's a, a effectively it's a it's another it's another whole game. It, the concern comes from a place of this is about to consume us again. Yeah, and also it's a stressful consumption. <laughs> yeah. It's like a whole. I'm like this. This is this is going it's to be a painful. mental journey. It's a it's mental gonna, journey. It's gonna be tough. But once I start, it's just yeah. I'm not I have it to down. finish it, and I have to. Yeah, finish it's gonna. It. Uh, I'm excited. I am excited. I'm so excited. I'm super excited. El, El, <sighs> it's crazy to me because Elden Ring. After what? It's been a couple of years now, and like after oh. like letting that simmer for a couple of years, I'm like. No, this this was still truly a top five gaming experience in my life, finishing and playing yeah. through Elden Ring. Yeah. Um, Easy. Easily. And I thought that would that like would go away after a little while because I, I I did start a second file and I played like halfway through it before I was like I just like put it down. I was like I'm gonna move on to other stuff now. Uh, but we're talking like 150 hours minimum i think i have two uh, over in, i think i have like game. 200 hours in that game that, yeah so it's a shit because i was so bad at it initially that i just had to kill that damn bird for so many hours man just killing then, that bird and all those roly-poly guys once it clicked and once i like really figured out the mechanics and the stats and everything like oh man this is this is yeah this is working uh but I, but I was like, okay, top five like most of most of the games in like my personal top 20 i will cr- even casually, like pick it back up, play it. Even even if I don't finish it, like I'll pick it back up, just to, like get the feeling again. And then like, all right, cool, I'm satisfied, satiated, I can put it away again. Uh, right. Elden Ring has not been one of those, and I think it's because it requires so much of a mental space focus for gamers mm. like you and me. It sounds like the the Soulsborne truth. Yeah. Uh, like, no, there's there's people fans, that just intense. haven't stopped playing. They, they literally just don't have stop. not stopped playing because it's they're, yeah. you can't pull them out. Uh, the let me solo guy is he's literally like you know i might stop have to letting stop me solo i might have to stop <laughs> when this hap when this comes out i think that might be when i stop doing this and i and my first thought was you're he's still, still doing, that? doing that yeah crazy the 
FromSoft fans and and just like true Soulsborn they, hardcore, they're a different, a different group of breed, man. Different, like, <laughs> what? For better, like, and worse. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man, it's like it's incredible. Uh, that like that's like like nowhere in any of the articles that I read about the Let Me Solo them, her guy. Did they say like, and yeah, he's still been doing it. They're just like, hey, let me solo her guy is saying maybe he's done letting me solo her. And I'm and like, they, and no, they that's all just like, story like here. it was just like matter of fact. It's just like matter yeah, of it's fact. Like, no, 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 no. I want to, I want you to do like a two and a half hour documentary on yes, that man, on that person. That guy, I don't even know yeah, if it's on a that man. person. Yeah, I got right. no idea. It's just done this <laughs> no gamer. idea. Uh, but, but I yeah, know I'm, that this DLC is going to it's it's going to hit. Gonna, I know it's going. It's basically. Did you see? It's basically. Did you, did you see that they're like? Oh yeah, I don't know. We might fuck around and add some Sekiro mechanics. I don't know. Like that. Like that was something I saw today. Where it's like, Oops, that's maybe. Who knows? I don't know which part of it, but maybe. It's the like I'm they gonna... seem like it's. Oh boy, because <laughs> the I will say, in the trailer, uh, for the announcement. The combat, I was like, some of that combat, I was like, mm, that looks very fluid, a little bit more than what it did Than, than the base game, yes, yes. Right, and I'm like, so are you guys actually throwing a little bit more, like, sugar and spice at us, like a Sekiro, like a Bloodborne, where it's, like, giving you a little bit more of a yeah, stylized they're, they're adding approach, way more, you know? uh, like, combat styles. The, uh, the one that sticks out to me the most is the... Uh, they they had like a fist hand to hand like almost kung fu style like sequence mm-hmm. where dudes like throwing a bunch of punches and then roundhouse kicks like in quick succession it almost felt like an arcade game i was like yeah that's intense and if it works well like that which i'm sure it will that this is just this change this almost changes the game it almost changes the mechanics entirely because it plays differently fluidity like that doesn't is it moves quick, man, because again, the damn steeds, Elden Ring, still the best horses in any video game. Turn on a dime. That's how they should work. Uh, if you add that fluidity to the combat and the combos and the sequences and stuff, oh my God, it's going to be. Yeah, it's. And it's, they're like, uh, it's. <laughs> they're adding, he said they're adding one boss that is going to be harder than Melania. Yeah, I mean. That one was that, already like, terrifying. And. It's yeah, for sure like, it has to be an optional one because most of my God. most of my playtime towards the end was just killing that big bird because I just was like, well, can't beat him still. <laughs> then I would go back, kill the bird for a couple hours, go back and go. Nope, I still suck the same amount <laughs> at this game. And then it just gets to a point where you're so overpowered that then you barely sweat by, <laughs> and then you go to the next thing. You're like, ah. So I have gotten better at these games since Elden Ring because I have played some of them. But that first, it's, like, that was that was where we started, you know? Like, that was, where, that's where, like, I had never played any of them when it came out. So I, I do, I'm excited to go back now that I've played a couple of the other ones. Um, it, is, it is premature for this, yeah. for this conversation. Um, but considering the likely size of this, because this is... $40, which likely means that it's going to be biggest DLC from FromSoft ever, which is means it's probably going to be like minimum 50% of the size of Elden Ring, which is already way bigger than everything else. It liter- it's way bigger than it literally needed to be. <laughs> like, like so much optional content. The Shadow of the Earth Tree get a nod for could Game it? of the Year I don't nomination. Know. I think it could. That's a I conversation. Know. I don't There's know. Not, I don't know. Do we have to create a category for it? Is uh, uh, I don't know. Because it seems like it's going to be basically a full game. Um, yeah, it's very. If it's I'm practically excited, a sequel, Danny, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Elevator pitch me on why I should get Final Fantasy VII Rebirth so that we can tell Pat the next time we see him. I think he is currently drilling to the center of the earth something like that and think something like that he's always so yeah busy. he's always drill, drilling something he was on he's a drilling i don't know yeah he's actually an astronaut uh look final fantasy 7 rebirth let me let me let me pl- paint it this way uh a lot of the uh story tropes on like 
a video game character that's a main character that's in video games in particular, not in any storytelling medium, just in video games in particular, uh, do get the roots from the way that Final Fantasy VII, the original, did it. Um, well, that's without like spoiling things, but obviously that's a little bit of a spoiler if you aren't familiar with the story. But it was a very sprawling, it was one of the very first big hits on the PlayStation that was like very clearly like, oh no, this is straight up anti-capitalist this is giving you an anti-capitalist message as a whole like the story and then we're throwing in a bunch of fantastical shit but really the undertones are like capitalism is ruining the planet uh and this is way back in 1997 right so this is painting the picture there this game on the ps1 three discs remember when you had multiple discs uh, for your for your yes, video games yeah yeah this yeah. was one of those the first three the, the first section of the game and i always forget this was so massive that by the time you get into the open world and like start exploring the planet and, and the stuff you're in the second disc and That's then crazy. there's so much shit to do there that by the end game stuff you're in you gotta you swap to the third disc that stuff massive man it was i remember being a kid and seeing that for the first like what the hell three discs i gotta play this this is crazy it's the biggest shit ever and that's i always forget that fact and i was like okay this is this is why this remake is taking so long because it was effectively like four games right for uh four modern games that we get today but back then it was just like one super long one uh smaller scale smaller graphics all that all that no voice acting yada yada uh they've improved the combat so it's not like turn-based like it was back then but they still have like some of the rpg elements of like adding stats and this and that voice acting very strong music always very strong visually very strong um and tifa is a very attractive video game character and she gets to be your companion for most of the game so boom that's another (laughs) little tidbit for you there and um, you should play this I game. I learned something I didn't need to. Um, they didn't got help it. with the sell. It's uh, a sales pitch, okay? No, it's... Uh, they definitely do some of the annoying RPG anime things with, like, women and, like, the overt sexualization of it sometimes. It is annoying, I will say, sometimes. But this one does it. Doesn't take it over the top too much. Um, but the voice acting is very good. It looks very good. And yeah, look, I would be more interested to get your perspective because there's a not zero possibility that you come out hating this game. And I would love to hear <laughs> thoughts of one Spencer being like, yeah, yeah, the most popular Final Fantasy game ever. This shit sucks. And I, wa- I would like to hear those thoughts. And then maybe you like it. And But what if yeah. you like it? So I did download the demo, Danny. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot I told you to do that. And I started to play the demo. And then I stopped and deleted the demo about <laughs> 20 minutes in because I was like, no, nope, didn't work. Uh, so, I, I mean, it, it's going to like it just there's so no, much to fair. get into with it. It is that it it's is hard for me to even consider, because if I like this game, Danny, let's say this big ass game. Yeah. You're telling me that I have to go play another game that's the beginning of this game the thing is you you wouldn't be uh, so then to, be or to play to... this game should i go play the other one so you're telling me to play two games yeah to have one game that is you know what i mean like it seems skip the first one. like a skip long the first walk, one but skip then the that doesn't one. make any sense because then if i like it i'll go back anyways Watch so then now okay, I'm here, the the move the, tra- the move here tough. the move here is because by the way the early reviews for this it's still sitting at like a 94 on Metacritic Quite or like that yeah very very good D- this it, this would be it's the highest rated Final Fantasy ever in, or in a while um, in like 15 years literally um so it's already getting like actually good reviews so like across the board some pretty strong reviews from YouTubers that we watch and are you know generally in line in line all sorts of people strong reviews uh i saw someone's one of the uh the wasi journal uh uh uh, game uh journalist was like yeah this is the playstation 5 seller i was like wow this is i final fantasy is a hard (laughs) hard pitch 
for general audiences, for people that aren't already in the JRPG. I, yeah, and that's space. me. It's me. And I'm like, I, I'm like, nothing in this review is telling me that convinces the casual, I'd say. Um, but the, that, rev, that raving review, I think, is at least like maybe the part of it what helps. Just the fact that people are saying that, like, hey, this is this should reach branch out to new audiences. Um, so it's getting strong reviews. We've been talking about like, okay, where's the big hitters on the PlayStation Five? And this technically is just a timed exclusive, doesn't really count. But right. also, you know, if we're looking for that big PlayStation Five hitter, this is probably the one for this year, or this is it for this year. Um, and if you're going to go in blind, you at minimum have to watch like a recap video, which are the worst, but you have to watch a recap video They're a bummer. online, play this game. And then if you do like it, you go back and play the f- first part because it's going to be a three part remake. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'll give the demo another try. I will um, say this. I will say this. If you if you can commit to it, the DMGT will cover that copy, your copy of the game. Well, I don't I don't know if you and I can commit to that just yet. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. I That's don't know if, if I can get there. If. Let me get through the demo. demo. Get we'll check demo. in. We'll demo. check in. We'll check in. We'll check in. There you go. Um, it's, Pat, like, it's not. I it's, did my part. It's it's <laughs> not one of the things where I think that they're not good. I just don't know if they're for me. No, that's and that would be totally that's fair. All. That's all. It's not. I've, I've I've never I've never thought about the quality of them. I just always look at them and go, nah, I'm good. Yeah, and I I cannot. Uh, here's the thing: I cannot do the Baldur's Gate thing with you with this one, and I'm not even gonna try. So I would say if like if Which you is, just came back and said that? no, thank you, where it's like Spencer, just just fucking play this game. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Get this like game. that. Yeah, yeah, I'm not there. I'm not there with Final Fantasy, uh, because I Pat, it's yeah, not but the Pat same. is it seems Pat it does is. seem Pat is yeah yeah but yeah. Pat. Pat, I'm sorry, but you're kind of a weeb when it comes to Final Fantasy. Ooh, and hey, that's been. A <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Enjoy your drilling to the uh, center of the earth. Yeah, the center of the earth. <laughs> <laughs>